Hey everyone, this is Nathaniel, and I'm here with Rodney as we record our final episode of our podcast, 40 Days Without Me, A Lenten Journey of Giving Our Lives to Others. What's up? <laughs> Hi, people! Did we call it Olivia last week? We did. We did. We did? Okay. Olivia! Olivia! The final call out of, of Lent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. I can't believe that tomorrow is... By the time people hear it, it may already have been Good Friday, but right now it's it's Holy Thursday and tomorrow is Good Friday and Easter is literally this weekend. Yeah, we're recording it all today to basically end Lent with this and figure out what have we learned in our 40-day journey. <laughs> Not exactly 40 days, but you know, close enough. Right. So, first of all, I actually just want to say... This has been a total, complete adventure. I also sent you that meme the other day where um, it was one of those churches and it had one of those signs that usually put either a Bible verse or an inspirational message. And the message said, I wasn't expecting to give up this much for Lent. <laughs> yes. yes, I just found it in my text. <laughs> So this has been uh, an amazing uh, experience in Lent to be in for various reasons, but yeah, I had no idea where this was going to take us, where it was going to take me, and I feel really grateful that you on this adventure with me. It really was an encouragement overall. It was great to be able to have these conversations each week, and before we record, we usually have a conversation about everything that's going on, so to also just get to build the brotherhood that way has been really awesome so i want to thank you for you know giving your life in that way and being generous in that way to to go on this adventure yeah and i want to thank you too because i wouldn't have even been on this adventure if you hadn't suggested it to me six weeks ago in the chapel basement just i don't we were there for a meal of some kind yeah it was after mass it was pizza and wings after mass yeah 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 yeah, and it's definitely been it's it's been wild in the best possible way. <laughs> Just learning learning a lot, and I'm so glad that like I got to go on this with you, Rodney. Yeah, same here. So I'm excited to for us to do this. I think a little bit differently than we usually do, but also probably still similar. Being able to have a bit of a back and forth about as we're looking back on these last six weeks up to this present point what are like what are the things that each of us are learning and seeing out of this experience and yeah like what are some of the kind of essential things that we want to share with people because maybe they'll also be maybe those things will also be helpful to them yeah yeah and i think as you say that something that comes to my mind immediately is if i were to sum up in one sentence, I guess, what this Lenten journey has been for me, it's how is the life I'm living leading me to loving others around me? Mm. That's been like the question on my mind this whole time. Mm. And the question I think that I've really kind of like developed of thinking about in terms of the, the, the way I'm spending my time, the things I'm doing is, are, are they bringing me towards love or are they bringing me towards more of a like, self-centeredness 
kind of just like laziness or distractedness or just really anything that's not love. There's a lot of things that aren't love, but there's only one thing that's love and that's quite, you know, literally love. But <laughs> I, I very much like realize that like this has been for me a journey of just learning how to love in a lot of ways I didn't know how. Um, I think that's been like the key for me. So what are some of the ways that you're seeing yourself begin to learn how to love out of this? I think one of the key things, one of the things for me has been, and this is one that like hit me in the beginning and it hit me again recently as I've been at home is just like the concept of the ways I'm spending my free time. What, what is that doing? So I realized earlier this week I was at home, I was eating lunch and I tend to when I'm eating lunch and breakfast be on my phone and watching the YouTube video. That's what I tend to be doing. And a lot of times when I'm like having free time, I'm watching a YouTube video or stuff like that at home. Cause I'm like, I'm at home. There's nothing really to do. I'm kind of bored. <laughs> um, but I had this realization my mom was trying to talk to me and I realized and I caught myself. Cause I realized like, wait a minute, I'm getting frustrated internally with the fact that my mom's trying to have a conversation with me because I'm trying to watch this video. What is this? How is this loving towards her? And it's not. And I kind of had this, this like, again, this realization that I had earlier in the semester of just like, oh, wait a minute. The ways I'm spending my time, for example, in this case, watching a YouTube video, I'm using that as kind of like a distraction to fill space. But the way it affects kind of my heart and my mindset is it in a lot of ways makes me more frustrated with like my family because it's, it's pulling me away from them and pulling me into something else. And it's really not being present in the moment I'm with them. And made me just realize that like, I need to tone back this again. I need to put my phone down. I need to just, when I'm eating lunch, just eat lunch. Mm. Like not, don't be doing something else. Cause when I'm doing something else that closes me off to the things around me. Cause as I mentioned earlier in, in Lent, one of the things I really wanted to learn how to do was just to be constantly observant of what's going on around me, aware of the people and the needs and what I can be doing. But when I'm eating lunch and reading a book or watching a YouTube video, I'm not doing that. Mm. I'm just focused on this little screen and I'm missing out. If maybe my mom is cooking something and I'm done eating and I could actually get up and go help her cook. Or maybe she needs help lifting something and I'm not, and I don't see it because I'm too focused on my screen. Or maybe she just wants to talk. Um, and I'm not listening because I don't hear it because of my headphones. And it was just like a lot of just really thinking about the ways I'm spending my time, the things I'm doing with myself, are they helping me to greater love others or are they pulling me away from loving others? And then trying to reorient my life. Um, in this example, putting down the phone and just not looking at it. Um, in fact, I kind of want to start just leaving in my room mm. and checking it just like every, like if I have to check, if I need to check, to check my phone, I would literally have to walk upstairs and get it, which would be, really nice to be honest with you um <laughs> because then i wouldn't because like phones phones have great things but one of the things they're really bad for is they make us awful at being present because we're always checking to see like every time we get an email or a notification or a text constantly pulls us out from where we're at um and it's just it's not really helpful in a lot of ways so i definitely think like that's just one example of how but that's been a key thing for me of just like 
how I'm spending my time, what I'm doing with myself, the ways I'm thinking, the ways I'm looking at things, my mindsets, how are these leading me towards love or are they not? And if they're not, how can I let go of them and take up new ways or new things that lead me to greater loving others? Because mm-hmm. as I told my friend Nick, like seven weeks ago, I think it was, the reason we're put on this earth was to love. That's our purpose. That's it. Middle there's a lot to that, right? Like love is both simple and in the most complicated thing in the world. It's both. It's both the simplest and deepest thing. But that's what we're here for. So. So it sounds like what I'm hearing from you is that this journey has really put you directly in touch with your deepest sense of purpose, which is to yeah. love. Yeah. And it's like, it's been kind of funny because it's, it's a, the ways it's been affecting just a lot of the ways I interact with people has been crazy. And just, just like, I listen so much more intently than I used to. Mm. Um, I was having, like, we did a, a prayer meeting um, yesterday with a bunch of my friends. And like, every time one of them was talking, I was just like, so intent to listen to them to what they were saying and really trying to like, hear them and hear what they're talking about, hear what's going on. And like, and it's just so nice because like having that as my primary desire, instead of a wandering mind, that's like half listening and then half thinking, well, I have this work afterwards. I have to do this kind of thing, but just fully in that moment, I'm here with you. I'm listening to you. I want to be with you. And obviously I wasn't, per- there were a couple of times where I realized like, oh, wandering mind, I missed something there. But like, I didn't, a lot of times in the past, I would want that wandering mind because it like, you know, entertain myself, but I didn't want that. I was like, wait, no, I don't want that. I want to listen to this person. I want to hear what they're saying. I want to be here with them and just, and kind of like be fully attentive to their needs and their wants and their desires and what's going on in their lives. And it's like, I see my desires actually changing towards people in really good ways. Wow. Do you, would you be okay with sharing one of those ways? Like, just like, I, I don't know, I just was really struck when you said, I see my desires changing towards people. That's a, that's a whole different level of this. Yeah. And, you know, no pressure. Yeah. So. No, no, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I'm thinking of how to like kind of put this into words, but I guess an easy way to put it is, There are, I used to be kind of where people are considered close friends. I would really want to know what's going on in their lives, to listen to them, to hear their hearts and be with them and love them in that. But I really, like that desire was mostly for people I considered close friends. But one thing I've realized as we've been going through this Lent is that that's expanded in a lot of ways to people I kind of barely know who I haven't really met. And then when I start talking about something in their lives, and it's like, you know, I just met you a month ago, but I really want to be here with you. I really want to listen to your heart. I really want to just love you in this. And it's been like my desire to, I've always wanted to want, I've always wanted to love all people. And I want to love all people. I obviously still, there's no point in my life where I'll perfectly love all people, which is sad because I wish I could, but it's like, okay, I understand that, but I can get close. 
And I've seen in a lot of ways how I've been getting closer to that over the course of this Lent and desiring more and more to listen to more people who in the past maybe have been like, ah, I don't really know you. I kind of have something to do right now. I'm sorry. But instead I'm like, wait, no, no, no. It doesn't matter that I don't really know you. I want to be here for you. And I want to help you. And I want to just sit with you where you're at and be there. And that's been just like really for me, beautiful to just see that like, wow, I'm actually changing in this way. Um, and like, I'm actually having that, that desire I had. I'm like, well, I wish I, like, I want to love all people, but I see that I don't I'm like, Oh, wait a minute. I'm actually growing in that. In choosing to love my friends. I've discovered that I'm also choosing to love people that aren't my friends. Um, or who I'm seeing people now as friends who may not see me as it because I care about them because I love them, even if they don't think the same about me. And so like, that's one way that I've seen like my desires towards people change. Um, and that my desire to listen, to love and to be there for people has expanded to a lot more people than it would have been in the past. That's awesome. That's huge. That's such a gift to, to have that happening. Like the expansion of your heart. And I've told you before that you have a great heart. So to know that there's that expansion that's happening and more people getting to experience that. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how much God does when you, when you open a door for him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you know what, God, I'm going to spend this Lent learning how to give myself up for others. I don't really know, but you'll teach me, right? Oh, wait, he does. <laughs> you're like, oh, I was just waiting for you to ask. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I, I feel like so much of my, my my journey definitely has a fair parallel to yours. Um, I like the way that you framed it in terms of what's the question that is coming up for you that you're now sitting with and asking about. And I think the question that has come up for me has been, I'm just kind of checking in with myself as I think about it. Who might I become as a result of giving up myself. Mm. And what's interesting about that question, I think almost anyone who hears it would see the immediate paradox of it, that suddenly um, I'm in the question, right? Like <laughs> I'm supposed to be giving up myself, but now I'm, I'm actually in the question myself and that's not necessarily uh, a good thing. So yeah. what I'm actually seeing is the more important question it, is how might my life be transformed by giving up myself? Um, and not because it's necessarily my life, but because I'm putting this life into people's hands. I'm mm-hmm. pouring it out in terms of time and energy and anything else. And there's, a, there's something different that begins to happen. I... Even though I don't want to, even though I don't want to really be talking about myself, I do realize that doing this has made me show up as a, as who I truly am, way more than I ever have before. That I even remember one moment I was talking to two of my best friends doing a you know, triple FaceTime, whatever three way FaceTime, and at some point I just said something about how I really appreciated them as friends. And they go, that's such a Rodney thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) 
And sure, it, I mean, I guess, yeah. But also, shouldn't all the things that I, Rodney, say be Rodney things to say? Yeah. It, it made me realize maybe I haven't actually been doing and saying the things that really are authentic to me and that God has placed on my heart to say or to share or to do. And this journey has helped me begin doing that way more often that I really have been given this desire to, I want to be an oasis for people. I want them to be able to come to me and, and, put their judgments about themselves down for a moment mm-hmm. and just experience their own wholeness or even to play it, to make a play uh, on words out of it to experience their own holiness. And because I think that when you experience that wholeness or that holiness, it's, it's pretty much, it's experiencing God's presence with you and within you. That's what I really desire for folks. And the moments of, I, I have done many of the wine and dines that I wanted to do. A lot of them went virtual. <laughs> a lot yeah. of them over Zoom. <laughs> it's special time. <laughs> I've told each of those folks, I'll take you to dinner once this pandemic is over. Yeah. But in, in doing those wines, those wine and dines, it's been a joy to see people experience their own wholeness and to talk about their visions that they have for themselves and the visions that they have for the world and to just get to appreciate them as, as they are in that moment fully and completely. One of my friends is so funny. She, we were doing the wine and dine yesterday and towards the end she goes, okay, did we, did we accomplish what you wanted to accomplish out of this? (laughs) Her knowing that this was part of my Lent journey. And I said, it was accomplished two minutes in to, <laughs> to our two hour conversation as it turned out. Yeah. <laughs> and I told her it was, she said two minutes. I said, yeah, that's how long I think it took you to just be fully present. And once you're fully present and that's all that mattered. And now yeah. you get to hear all the things that you have to share. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. And I think, when, when you were looking at it and saying how you wanted to be your authentic self, but at the same time you're trying to not make it about you, I don't think that is making it. I think being your authentic self is a necessary part of giving yourself up to others. Because part of the thing is you want, we want people to be able to be their authentic self, to be just who they are and be comfortable in that instead of having to try and, and put on these masks. There's this book that we read for Lent last year written by Thomas Merton, And he brings up this idea of like how so many of us never find our true selves in our lives. We just try on mask after mask after mask, trying to find one that fits us, not realizing that we weren't made for a mask. And in being authentically you who you are, you're able to open the path for others to be that. Because they can see, oh, wait a minute. This guy is entirely himself. And he's entirely comfortable in that. Maybe I can try that too. Maybe, maybe that means I can be comfortable with who I am. Maybe that opens up a little bit of a crack for them to wonder about, well, what is my authentic self? What does that look like? So in being your authentic self around others and like really giving who you are and not a mask or an image of who you are, but the actually who you are to them, that helps them to find themselves. 
and to realize the kind of beauty in being their authentic self. And so I think that that's, that's really a really beautiful way of looking at it and thinking about it. And also how your goal for that meeting was just like, I just wanted you to be fully present because that's a, that's a beautiful goal. Cause you're not, you're not looking there to get something from that person. You're just there to help them to be present and be comfortable. And that's, that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that. And I appreciate the way that you talked about by being my authentic self that invites other people to, to be their authentic selves. And what that inspired in me when you said that is the sense of when I'm being my authentic self, one of the things I'm declaring to the world is that I am enough. Yeah. And by inviting people to do the same by being myself, I'm they're beginning to see that they are enough as well. Yeah. And that is one of the greatest places for God's healing to take place. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's so true. Cause a lot of times you can hear from a lot of people who say like, Oh, like I've heard this before. They're like, Oh, you know, I can't go to God because I've done this or I've done this or this. And it's like, I'm not good enough. I'm not righteous enough. I'm not holy enough. I haven't done the right things. And it's like, it's not a, and yeah, it's not about being good enough. It's just that we were made enough because we were made perfect by a perfect God. Now, obviously like, you know, there's sin and stuff that makes life difficult and make, and we choose the wrong choices a lot of the time, but that doesn't change the fact that we were still made wholly, completely, totally worthy and enough. And that in God, we can learn to embrace that. And that, that like leads into another thing that I think I've been learning about this Lent over this Lent is just like, how can I love each person for who they are? Not necessarily for who I would want them to be, but just for who they are. And this is something that really struck me over this semester a lot, but more this Lent than beforehand, as I've been thinking about giving up myself and just realizing how like, there's this prayer called the serenity prayer, which I pray every day now. And there's one line in it that says, help me to accept the world as like, as Jesus did, as it is not as I would have it to be. And that's like my prayer for people around me, like help me to accept the people I encounter as Jesus did, not as I would have them to be, but as they are just as they are fully there, love them there, accept them there. Don't try to make them something because I'm not, I'm not the one who can make anybody anything. Um, <laughs> one of the things I've learned a lot over my life is that I never know what changes people need to make. I'm basically always wrong in that one. God's the only one that knows what, like where we need healing and like what needs to be made. So all I can do, and I've been seeing this a lot over land is like, just love people in the place that they're at. And just pray like, God, you know what that looks like. So help me to do it. Help me to love this person. And I found my, like certain people in my life who I've like, I don't know how to put it, but like, this is an oxymoron. Like this isn't actually a real thing. I feel like a lot of times, but lots of people think of like, oh, loving from a distance. Like, oh, I love this person, but I don't want to be anywhere near them. And it's like, in some cases, yes. Like in cases of like abuse and stuff like that, you know, like don't, near your abuser obviously but a lot of times we can use that as an excuse to not love people 
just like, ah, this person kind of gets on my nerves and is annoying. So I'm going to say I'm going to love them from a distance because I don't get along with them. And then we're not really loving them. But I've had certain people where I realized that I was doing that. I was like, all right, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to step into them and I'm going to love them close. And I'm going to choose to love them close. And I'm going to choose to talk to them, to spend time with them, to be with them. And I've found a lot of people who I was like in the past, like, oh, you know, I don't want to get along with this person. Now realizing that like, I absolutely love this person so much. I love talking to them. I love spending time with them. I love being around them. And it's not because they've changed from when I used to find them, when I used to find it difficult being around them. It's because I've changed. It's because I'm no longer looking for them to be me or to be like me or to be what I want, but I'm just looking for who they are and to love them for who they are. And because of that, I can accept all of them, even the parts that like beforehand would have annoyed me because they're like, oh, you know, that's not exactly how I would do things. I don't care if that's not how I would do things. That's how they do. And so I'll love them in that. And so there's been a lot of growing in me of, of just learning how to like love each and every person in my life as they are. Not as I would want them to be, but just as they are. And in that way, give myself to them because I'm no longer being with them because I want to change them or being with them because I want to make something out of them. I am just with them because they're enough. And I want them to know that because they're worthy of love in every aspect. And so I want to love them in every aspect. And I've found like, there's one relationship in particular where like my relationship with this person has gotten really deep and really beautiful. And I really love this person now and I'm really good friends with them. And like, this semester, but in Lent, especially like that's grown a lot, especially as I've made these active decisions to do these things over Lent. And it's just been like, wow, like, God, why couldn't I see this before? <laughs> like, thank you for showing me this now. And please keep doing this. And please keep teaching me to, to be like this. But like, yeah, like, why couldn't I see this before? And I was talking to my brother about it, about how the fact that one of the things that saddens me the most about Christians is that we can be the most judgmental of people. And that that's something where God's been teaching me to catch myself in my judgment. When I'm in the moment of judging someone to be like, stop. I have no right to judge them. I have none. Instead, I am here to love them. And to come to know their heart. And my brother was like, I wish I could know how to do that. And I'm like, you can. It's It's hard. <laughs> I'm obviously still, obviously still at times, like don't catch myself and realize out of fact, like, Oh shoot. Like internally I was acting in a wrong way to the person I was judged. I was being judgmental. I was thinking wrong things and I repent for it afterwards, but I'm getting a lot better at kind of catching myself in that and just learning instead of like judging them for their actions, just like, no, no, no. I'm just going to love them as they are for who they are and pray for them in that. And I'm asking like a lot of my prayers for people in, in the past, like years ago when I would pray, Oh God, change this about this person. That's not what I pray anymore. I just pray, God, make this person yours because you know what that looks like. Teach them who they are, lead them to their true selves because you know who that is. I don't, but you do liberate them from their fears, liberate them for your glory, for love, for grace, because that's what you have for them. I'm not the one who can do that. I'm not even the one who knows what that person looks like. Like, I can't say what, what, like, I can't tell you, Rodney, what authentic Rodney looks like. I can't tell my friend Kayla what authentic Kayla looks like. But I can love you, Rodney, as you are, and love Kayla as she is, and just ask God for them and for me and for us all, make us who we are, who you made us to be.
And that's something that I think over Lent, I've been learning a lot more to change from just an idea in my head to an actual movement of my heart towards people. Because I've had that idea in my head for a long time, but I've really struggled with living it out. But yeah. I love the sincere, the sincere love that you are creating, that you have, that you're cultivating for people because that is, it's the most powerful place to start is just exactly as you are. I just love you and I see you. And one of the things I've, I feel like I've been observing is that the same thing has been happening for me where it is just so much easier to love people and not want to change anything about them. The strange thing is that, and not because I'm expecting it at all, but then they change. i've experienced that too (laughs) in doing stuff differently and seeing things differently about themselves and it just happens it just kind of flourish you know yeah and maybe that's what they needed in that moment was just someone to love them and yeah what a easy and powerful gift we get to share with folks um, once we're clear that this is what it is. That we give of ourselves and then we, we love. Yeah. And it's, it's something that like, <laughs> when I think about it, I'm like, I feel like this should be so obvious, <laughs> but it's just not. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, what did Jesus do? he died for every single person because he loved every single person where they're at exactly as they were. And for myself and I look at it, how is it that I've been able to change to become like in a lot of ways, a better person than I used to be in the past. Um, Cause I can admit I used to be a not good person <laughs> in a lot of ways. And it's because I realized that God didn't put conditions on his love. It was encountering God starting my freshman year of college from there on and realizing that he loved every aspect of me. And in realizing I was loved completely and totally and wholly, even when I was doing the wrong things, it was in that realization of love that I could then stop doing those wrong things. It was in realizing that I was loved wholly that I could then change and let go of those things that weren't good. Cause it was just that, that love, that unconditional, complete love that doesn't ask anything of you for you to be loved is just so liberating. It's so liberating. And it's what gives you the grace and the ability to change and to become better and to grow. And it's just like, wow. It's like, wow. And that's something that Rodney, you've done like so much for me, <laughs> to be totally honest. Like me? you, yeah. Just like the way that you so authentically welcome and accept me totally and love me since again i've said this a million times before but since that time when i was in your car and you barely knew me and i was just crying (laughs) 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 and you didn't really know who i like i'd maybe talked to you twice beforehand but you invited me into your car to cry and to hurt and to tell you literally the deepest darkest secrets of my life and it's just like and you accepted me in that and that was beautiful and that helped me so much on my journey and it's just like, I'm over this Lent and over this semester, just been realizing more and more and more how like, that's how I want to be. That's the life I want to live. And I've been seeing myself actually change to become more like that. I see obviously a lot more ways I still need to change, 
but it brings me comfort to know that like God is changing me and I can trust in him to continue doing that. And gladly for my friends too, for like, I've seen him change you over the course of this Lent and grow you. And it's like, wow, that makes me so happy. I'm like, God, you're moving in Rodney's life. Yes. <laughs> like whenever I see him moving any of my friends' lives, like literally I will just like, after having a conversation with my friend who's telling me about like how God answered prayer in some way, like the moment they leave the room, I'll jump in the air and like fist pump and just yell out like, yes, thank you, God, so much. I'm so happy that like, that you're blessing my friend, that you're teaching them, that you're moving them, that you're, that they're hearing you. And that like, ah, it's just, it's amazing. It's so amazing to see God do wonderful things in other people's lives. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny because I've been doing the same exact thing. Like each time I witness something, just, I can't even wait till, you know, like I leave the room or whatever, like, or until the call is over. I just immediately am smiling, cheering, letting them know my happiness for that thing. You know, they probably feel like I just did this really small change in my life. No big deal. And I'm just ecstatic. (laughs) (laughs) I just can't help it. Yeah. And yeah, that's been, that's been an amazing thing to see happen. Like I just, I don't think I knew that life could be like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been thinking about, you know, this is the end of, of this podcast and if people, you know, were rallying and say, we need more, <laughs> you can't just end it there. And we had to start a new one. At least if I had to title it based off of my life, I would actually just call it the end of my life. And <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, I mean, it sounds a bit dark when you put it that way, but <laughs> maybe the like, end, end of myself of my life as I knew it, because hmm. it really feels like I've only a little bit more than scratch the surface on this. Mm-hmm. But I want to triple down on what does it really mean to give up myself even more yeah, and to move beyond my fears and to move into, into the complete creativity, mystery and authenticity of, of life and being with God and being in service and contribution to, to everyone. Yeah. And seeing how that expands and grows and what, what that draws out of me, which I don't know where that, where that's going to go. I'm not a fortune teller, but yeah. You know, I mean, maybe I'll just declare it now. Not that there's suddenly going to be a podcast and that you have to do this with me, but I think in some ways this is the end for me. (laughs) (laughs) Even if we don't do a podcast, we're going to keep talking and keep talking about this stuff, at least to one another. Yeah. But like, but yeah, no, I think this is the end, which is interesting because it's 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 Holy Thursday, right before Good Friday, when yeah, when Christ dies and then you know comes back and for Easter. So I guess in some ways this journey is also mirroring some of yeah. that as well, like just the sense yeah. of this is the end of life as I knew it to now jump into life in a completely um, new eye, heart, mind opening way. Yeah, and I yeah. don't think I could have could have reached this end point without you, you know, and the start point without you, without you being so willing to share your insights and to be generous about your experiences, and even some of the stories that you share, like they have shifted how I've approached things, um, like even the stories specifically of you deciding on what you like 
what, me and one of my really good friends, like we've talked about that a few times. You <laughs> <laughs> shared that from the podcast. And I've noticed how I have opened up what it means for me to like things just so that I could get to appreciate people even more. Yeah. And think about what is it going to mean to spend quality time as the ability to have quality time opens up, hopefully in a few months. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I really couldn't have done this without you. And thank you. And I couldn't have done it without you. So thank you for that, Rodney. And thank you for just everything. Because, like, again, like your insights, the way the things that God's been doing in your life, the things that you've said have helped me so much. And there's, there's even like, the truth is a lot of the things that I say in this podcast are things that I wasn't able to fully formulate until I said them on the podcast. <laughs> it's like through talking about them with you, I can like really kind of see and like visualize and like understand, oh, okay, so this is, these are the things that I've been doing. This is how it's been working. And so it's like, I couldn't have gotten remotely as far as I've gotten in this, which is crazy. Cause again, six weeks, we've literally scratched the surface of the oceans of depths of just living a life for others without ourselves but for others but even so like the distance i've gone is only because god brought you into my life and i've been able to talk to you about it and on this podcast speak it through and just like really figure it out understand like okay seeing the ways the movements of my heart the movements of my soul and and thank you for that rodney thank you so much and i fully agree with you that like if we do do another podcast, I want podcast. I want it to be called the end of my life. Because as, as you were saying that, I was thinking that like, yeah, tomorrow's good Friday. And I just had a picture of the cross in my mind. I just had this thought like, I want to die with you on that cross. And then I want to rise again with you on Easter Sunday. Because I truly want to die to myself. That's like, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about Christianity is the calling for each and every person to die to themselves, to no longer be living for, for what I want, to no longer be living for what makes me feel good or, or, you know, like, like for my things, but instead die to myself and live for the sake of others, live for God, live to serve him, live to serve all. Uh, my favorite title of the Pope is the servant of the servants of God. I love that title. And that's, something that we should all strive to be the servants, the servants of God, the servants of all. And that's what I want to be. And so, yeah, I want my life to end in that way in that I want the life that is lived for me. I want that one to be gone. And I want the life lived for God and for others. That's the life I want to live. So I definitely want to keep like after Lent 100% delving deeper and deeper into this and, and really just learning more and more what it means to do this. And I, I have you to thank so much for that, Rodney, because I wouldn't even have started on this journey if you hadn't brought me here, if you hadn't invited me, if you hadn't given me this space and if you hadn't been so honest and vulnerable yourself. So thank you, man. Thank you. You're absolutely welcome. And I feel like I just have to say this because I know that some of our listeners are not, um, it's like not Christianity isn't their background. Yeah. Um, Nathaniel and I are going to be alive. There is nothing <laughs> we're yes, not yes. encouraging anything dark or no, no, no. fatal no, no, no. or mortal. Um, we're not encouraging death. We're not going to not no. going to physically die. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's the realization of a 
a new chapter and, and closing out one chapter yeah. to, to start a new one. And yeah, I think if people feel moved and inspired to, to do the same, to really consider like what, what might it, what might it look like to be living a life where you are giving your life to others, where you are really intent on being present and attentive and compassionate and loving to them. It is, it was scary in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) definitely. And it definitely brought up the things of, am I going to have time for myself and all these other kinds of questions? And am I just going to ruin my life? And I think I can say I, at least on my end, my life has not been ruined by this any bit. It's been multiplied way better. And not just because of the love that I get to have for people, but also how that love makes me just better at living, at working, at sleeping, at eating, yeah. <laughs> you know, just wanting all those things to be in such great shape so that I can have myself to offer to folks. Um, so yeah, so I just want to, you know, this is a, a call to adventure in so many ways. And mm-hmm. if we do start another podcast, just because I don't want to terrify people, maybe I won't call it the end of my life. Um, what about, like the, really the end it, of myself? Um, something along the lines, maybe, or even maybe even as simple as um, the beginning of coming alive. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's a premonition or just a dream, but <laughs> not out there. Yeah. Mm. All right. So shall we conclude our time together then? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this is a good time to end it. So thank you everyone for joining. Um, Olivia, I don't know if you've been mad that we've been shouting you out so much, but Shout out to Olivia. <laughs> Ooh, shout out. <laughs> um, Olivia. And also shout out to just uh, some of my dear friends who on my end have been listening and conversing with me about this. That's made it so meaningful um, to get to go on this journey and to see the conversations that sparked. Shout out to my dad who has listened so faithfully um, to all the episodes and has given me good feedback and thoughts and I also realized that he's made me so much of who I am as a man and as a person. So um, I love you, Dad, and I'm so grateful to to have you listening in on this project throughout. And uh, Robbie's dad, what's his name? Ronald. Ronald? You're an incredible father because you raised an incredible son. <laughs> <So> <laughs> whatever you did with Rodney, you did very incredible job. So thank you for being such a wonderful father to your son. And honestly, for the gift I have of your son. Thank you, Ronald. I don't even know you, but I already know you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying that. And yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. All right, brother. So until next time, I'll catch you. Everyone, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Please message us. Let us know what you're thinking. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, if there's more to come, then we look forward to it. And if it isn't more to come in podcast form, I look forward to more to come in person and over Zoom. Yeah. All things. Let's, uh, let's all live some good lives. Yes. Yes. Let's. And let's learn to love. <laughs> <laughs>